You're listening to Fit Girl Talk Radio with your host, Sarah Thomas. Sarah has been a nationally certified personal trainer since 2010, specializing in women's fitness, has a bachelor's degree in nutrition and exercise physiology, and is an IPE bikini pro bodybuilder, all while being a wife, a mom, business owner, and frequent traveler. In each episode, Sarah and her guests will discuss all things related to self-growth, health, wellness, fitness, and nutrition. So grab a coffee, get comfy, and join Join them for some Fit Girl Talk. Hey guys, I'm your host, Sarah Thomas, and I'm so excited you decided to join us for some Fit Girl Talk. Our guest today is Susie, and she's a fitness professional all the way out in Long Beach, California. And I personally have been following her fitness journey, her life journey on Instagram for a couple of years now, which is Kind of weird. I love it. But I've been following her for a long time, and she's super real, raw, honest, um, so inspiring. You guys, like, this girl works hard in the gym day in and day out. She dances. She sings. She's a personal trainer, group fitness instructor. Like, she's the whole package. Seriously, she's everything. (laughs) Um, But I'm really drawn to her because – I've just found few women on social media today to be super real about not just the ups, but also the downs. The downs. Yes. And yeah. everything that comes with a fitness journey in general, because it's not always up. It's exactly it's rarely up, honestly. Yeah. And I feel like it's never really just about working out or what you eat or how you look. There's so much more and so much deeper things that aren't even spoken about. So I'm like, somebody's got to be real about it. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And like some days, weeks, months are really tough. And um, I just love how much you share about it all. Um, And she talks so much about the importance of respecting your mental health, first and foremost, regardless of what your fitness goals are right now, whether you're in a competition prep or in uh, a cut or whatever it may be, first and foremost, check yourself and make sure your mental health is right before you continue on because yeah, your goals will be there later. Time will be there later. Mm -hmm. The stage, whatever will be there later. You have to take care of you first. Yeah. Um, So Susie, thank you so (laughs) much for joining me. Of course. Thank you for having me. Yes. So why don't you tell our guests um, kind of where your fitness journey began? So I would say it was a little bit on and off um, out of high school, early college. So originally for college, I studied musical theater. And the tricky thing is when you audition for anything in this world, like a show, whatever, commercial, whatever it may be, the first thing that somebody sees when you walk in the room is you. That's the first thing they judge you off of. Her look, what do we think about how she looks? And I did not want to go on an audition to save my life because I was not comfortable with how I look. And in college, I did so many crash diets. I, like I did the worst of the worst. Like I would eat one meal a day or I would go through, which a lot of my followers probably don't even know. I feel like I haven't even got a chance to even talk about this, but I would go through times where I would eat and then throw up all mm-hmm. of that because I couldn't maintain the type of workout life I wanted to while I was mm-hmm. uh, in school. So I came home, I studied in New York and I live in California. So when I moved back to California, I was just kind of like, I need to do this the right way. Cause this yo-yoing is terrible. So however long it takes, whatever the right way may be, I'm just going to go from there. Um, and through that process, that's, I actually fell in love with fitness. And that's when I was like, I need to bring this to other people because I love it. It's not, it's not a chore. 
It's not something that I have to do or something that I hate, something that I look forward to. And I want to bring that to other people however I can. So that got me into being a trainer. Got it. So, and you live in California now? Yeah. And you're a personal trainer right now? Mm -hmm. Yes. I work out at a gym here in Long Beach, California. And then I also do online training, online coaching for like competitions, bikini competitions, even posing coaching for competitions and um, teach classes training. Gotcha. Um, Okay. And Susie, you personally have competed before. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that journey? (laughs) It's funny because I feel like I'm actually just now out of that journey. Um, But so that was the first time I ever even started lifting. That was a few years ago. So when my, my fitness journey started with mostly kickboxing. That was like my thing. I'm like, I want to go to kickboxing gym. That's what I'm about. So I was cardio bunny, like 105 pounds, just like the wind could blow and I was going <laughs> to disappear. No strength, no muscle. So I always thought competing was something I would never do. I was, my mom had actually told me about it because she's super into fitness. And I'm like, that is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Like, fuck all that. Then I started working my first um, trainer job. I was working at Equinox and a few of my coworkers had competed before and were going to compete. And I'm just very big on if I'm going to tell somebody something or teach somebody something, I want to have put myself through it and I want to learn it. And I'm like, yes. what better way to learn my body, learn weightlifting in general, because I didn't know anything about it and learn nutrition like firsthand. Because, you know, if I can get on the stage, I can help people just in their daily life. Um, bad decision was I coached myself the first time. <laughs> I was already, a tra- yeah, exactly. I was already a trainer at the time and I never had to struggle with too much of the motivation aspect, but like diet wise, I did not know what I was doing. So first show safe to say I went on looking like a twig, you know, I tried to put on some muscle, but come on, didn't really happen. Um, I was an emotional crying mess. My diet was out of whack it was really bad um of course after the big thing that nobody told me after you compete that I wish I would have known more about is the um right after your show that like month after that month and a half the rebound and And mine hit in another level I don't even know if there's a mine was like post-show depression I was like blues weren't even a thing um but if anything I liked the challenge it gave me I went and did another show the next year That one, I was on the other end. I was way too heavy. Again, diet wasn't working. I was just like, I have to get on stage right now, even though it's not how it should be. My um, last show was almost a year ago, actually, now. And it was the best prep experience I've had, the longest one I've had. But there was no pressure of a date. It was just when I feel ready, I'm going to get on. Um, Placed third in novice and open in that one. And thank you. And after that, I just... I went through shit. So I got out of competing and now I love the sport to death. I just feel like for me, it's not realistic right now, but I love the idea of getting to be a part of others competition journey and coaching other people, especially having put myself through it. Cause my first and my third show, I coached myself. I gotcha. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the post-show blues because yeah, yes, I think (laughs) that it's not only relevant to people that compete. I think that, um, a lot of women that diet and crash diet and Mm -hmm. a bunch of weight and then, you know, they try whatever diet and then they drop 10 pounds and then a week later it starts to come back on and it's a mental game roller coaster for women up and down for years. I mean, for some people for their whole life. So talk to me about um, how how that hit you and uh, where it took you basically. So I feel like 
honestly, like how you're saying that post-show blues kind of just happens, whatever kind of diet you do in your life. And that's exactly what happened to me before, because I, when I started college, I had to take a semester off my second semester because I was having vocal issues. So I was home. I like would work, whatever, but I had the chance to work out all the time. So I lost a bunch of weight super quick because I was just, I'm going to eat a thousand calories and just run every day. The worst. I hate running. So the worst. So, but then when reality hit and I didn't have that same, I couldn't keep up that same lifestyle, just like you can't with competing. That's when I gained weight. And then that's when the issues come in because you see yourself gaining weight on the scale and it just fucks with your head. Cause then you're like, look at how I looked, even though, you know, it's not realistic. And I just feel like it's something that isn't really, nobody really warns you about it. I try to warn my clients, but it's once you see yourself look at a certain shape, you're going to question everything after that. Like I still, even after my first show, a month after I looked the best I ever had still, but I fell into one of my, prior to this year, one of my like deepest depressions. Cause I it did haunts not, you. it does. And I think a big thing that a lot of people don't realize when they decide to compete, uh, let alone a lot of women is the effect it has on your body, AKA your hormones, which then is going to affect your emotions and it's going to affect you mentally and yes. that was a big thing I, I realized. And it's, it was hard to learn it firsthand. I mean, I'm glad I did so I could share it with other people. But even a simple fact of, so you go from eating this perfect diet, then you're like, yeah, reverse diet. I mean, I would love to say I reverse diet. Yeah, exactly. Reverse diet yeah. out. I would love to be like, yeah, I was that girl that did it. No, I was like, oh, we're eating everything. I'm sorry. I've just been dieting for like six months. So Seriously. The, issue, the biggest issue, which I've been trying to share with people is when you do that, like you don't realize the effects of like sugar and these things that you've taken out of your body, what they do to you. I go from like zero sugar to what, a hundred, 150 grams just for fun. It's yes. like complete depression spiral, just your not skin. in touch. Your skin. Exactly. I'm and kind of going through that right now. Like my skin is breaking your out. Hormones. My hair is breaking and mm -hmm. um, it's just, and you know, it's happening, especially if you've been yeah. through it before, you can exactly. see the signs and you know, but it doesn't make it any easier every time. And it doesn't. And I feel like every time you do, it will be different. And that's why like my last show, I had the best experience. Like, of course I knew when you get to a certain weight or when you lean out a certain amount, you're going to be fucking with your hormones a little bit, but that's why I played it safe. There was no rush. I'm not, right. I've had people that are like, Oh, I'm just going to go to like, like, women I've talked to, like, I'm just going to eat like just chicken and just like, and I'm like, okay, so you're going to get on stage. And you're going to look lean. And then after this, you're fucked. Yes. So it's a, it's a huge thing that it's like, yes, it can be an unhealthy sport. Obviously it's not great to get that lean, but that's why it's our job to take the like healthiest steps we can yes. because you're going to yo-yo out, especially females in your hormones. I feel like it honestly took me at least nine, 10 months since this last show till I feel like I'm even again. I like how, don't even know what my body's normal is. How many people diet, whether they're competing or not, diet and then gain weight back and really give themselves nine or 10 months before they start dieting again? I mean, most mm -hmm. women start up again before yeah. their body has even re-regulated because they don't know what's going on. Exactly. So, um, it's scary. And I really don't think people talk about it enough at all. And I'm just... And that's why yeah. I've become very against diets in general. Um, I mean, I've had issues with them like I've gone through so many different types of phases of crash diets I did in college some stupid where you're drinking like lemonade and syrup I don't even know it was just <laughs> yes level. next level and I mean it just it hurts me thinking that people do that st or still feel the need to do that but a big thing um, that I've steered away from but a big thing I've come back to is 
more of like a moderation lifestyle, realistic thing. I have people come and ask me, can you write me out a diet plan? I'm like, yeah, but you're going to hate it. Bet you anything two weeks in, you're going to look good. And then you're going to eat everything on the dessert aisle mm -hmm. because you're going to be miserable because it's not realistic. And it's not, this isn't tailored to your life. So it's going to feel like you changed your whole life instead of making like small changes. I'm like, cool. You want to diet to look cool for a week, but right. then you're going to be upset for another few months when you're heavier than you started. And now your body's out of whack. Can't respond. The classic. I have a vacation in four weeks. Can you help me get stage ready? <laughs> um, exactly. I'm like, I will help you. But like, are you going to want my help after when you yo like right. when you yo-yo again? Because that's when I'm going to worry about you the most. Yes. And I still have clients tell me that, you know, I'm going to go on vacation or I'm going to do this or that. And I'm, I'm okay with, you know, I want to drop a few pounds, but I'm not going to recommend any unhealthy way, nor am I going to stand by it just so you look good in a picture. Like, like I said, can give you good keys. Like, okay, let's play around with your carbs a little. Let's kick up the cardio, drink more water, but I'm not going to be like, yeah, do the lemonade cleanse. You're going to look so hot in your bikini. And like you <laughs> said, it's it, not gonna... it continues on when you get back from vacation. It's not the end. You're, you're yeah. not done. It's your life. So that's a big thing that comes up is that I've noticed a lot of people say like, I'm gonna start this on this day or like, I just need to make it through these three weeks before I go on vacation. Or even recently, me and my sister had dropped a workout challenge together and she was doing her um, own workout challenge and she had reached out to me. She's like, okay, you're a trainer. I'm sore all the time. Is this program good? I'm like, no, I'll write you a different <laughs> one. We'll make some changes. And she said, well, I don't know if I should finish this. I'm on like day 15. Or should I start the new one? I don't want to quit. But if your whole fitness journey is your whole lifestyle, how yes. is there quitting? If you can stop on day 15 and say, this isn't working for me, no judgment. This isn't where I need to be doing. I'm going to take the next step, make some changes. There yes. should be no day one, two, three. This is just your life. Absolutely. And it's always there's, evolving as you evolve. And exactly. And there's not one right answer, not even for one person. What I do now to look and feel a certain way is not what I was doing last year, not what I was doing the year before. And I feel like we put so much pressure on ourselves to look a certain way or to portray a certain thing or be strong or whatever. I want to look good on stage. I want to look good on vacation. And we're not thinking about really listening to our bodies and involving with them. If we're listening to our bodies and we can give it what we want, what it needs, then we're going to get what we want, not trying to force something out of it. Yes. So speaking of that, talking about where you're at right now and yes. um, kind of how you got here because I've been watching you the last few months and you've gone through a lot of changes. So it's been wanna, a crazy year. Yes. I want you to talk to us about um, some signs and things that you were noticing when you were kind of hitting your lowest low and kind of what mm -hmm. you were noticing that was going on and how you dealt with it at that time before you moved out of it. If that makes yes. sense. Um, so, I mean, anxiety is something I always had from a child like I can see it looking back I can see moments where it was present and I feel like once I hit like 20s it's when depression started coming in I don't even know what it is like no one's talking about this I don't know what it is and um the past so pretty much at the very beginning of this year I kind of hit one of my um lowest lows and it's hard to really say when it happened it kind of just like builds up and I honestly for the first time since I started my own fitness journey like maybe six years ago, I started my fitness journey. I completely stopped working out. Like I would go wow. to the gym, I'm teaching classes, I'm doing all this stuff. And I just had no energy, no will to do wow. anything to work out. But then I'm like, you know, I got to keep it real. Cause even 
somebody I was close to at the time, like when I had opened up to them about, you know, going through depression and stuff, somebody told me, how could you be depressed? Look at you. Like, and then that, like that, I will never forget because I'm, I then felt the need to share with people that this shit doesn't choose what people look like, what people's situations are, how, if you have a lot of money, if you don't have any money. So I think like when I really got to that point of not wanting to do anything. I missed working out, but I wasn't even going to get myself to do it. I couldn't even bother going into the gym, talking to people that I knew since I worked there. And, um, at that point I had, I was a few months out of my show. So my last show was October. So by January, that's when, you know, you kind of get to your heaviest yes. of your post-show weight, which, you know, I, at that point I was like, I can't even give a fuck about my weight. Cause my mind's so fucking messed up. Right. And so around January, February, um, I had been toying with the idea of getting on medication for depression for years on end and always thought, no, 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 I'm not going to do it. I don't want to rely on that. But I honestly got to the point where I was like, I don't know what else to do. I can't handle this on my own. And I did try to make a promise to myself, you know, like if I am going to put something into my body to try to help me, I got to try to do other things as well to help. I need to get up and be active. I need to move. I need to, exactly. Like I need to take control too. There's no such thing as a happy pill. I don't just pop it in my mouth. and All my problems are gone. It's like, I need to step up and do what I can too. So, but honestly, it's been just the craziest ride because it hasn't been that I haven't gone through spells of depression, but other times I'd been like distracted by competing. So no matter what, I was like, no, I got to hit the gym. Like I was in my thing. So this is the first time I'm not counting my calories. I'm not going to get on stage. I'm like not even training. I have no, like none of that in mind. And I'm like, what am I? yeah, and I'm like, what am I supposed to fucking do? And then right. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to the gym, like 15 pounds heavier, telling other people to do stuff that I'm not even doing. But I think that's what makes me want to be so open about it because right. people think that for some reason they just believe, like look at someone and say, no, not them. Or, Oh, Susie, you're so outgoing. You're so talkative. Like that, that couldn't be you. Like that's right. not, that's not a thing. And leading into now the, um, coming up towards the end of the year, having like even new issues. So I feel like it's been a huge work and struggle to overcome a lot of the mental stuff, but I found it the most important to do so. Even though I still struggle, it's still something that pops up. But now for the first time for me, I'm running into issues with appetite which I've never had that problem. I'm usually that girl that's like, I will eat everything in sight and then some. Right. So like whenever I was dieting, it was like, don't eat too much. Okay, can I eat in like three hours? When can I right. eat? Again? Yeah, so now it's the complete opposite. I've dropped 14 pounds and wow. mostly, I feel like the most of it has been in like the past month or two. And I feel like even now being on the other end. So when I was a little bit heavier, you know, I'm like, I was, I was going through shit. It's okay. But now people see me like this and they think, oh my God, this is so amazing. She must be doing so good. Great. Right. Everyone's like, what are you doing? You look amazing. You look so good. You lost all this weight. Are you competing again? Are you prepping? I have to tell every person, like, I feel like shit right right now. So before you tell people like, yo, you look good, make sure it's a healthy thing. And if somebody like, for example, like Yes, of course. I look in the mirror. I'm like, that, that's pretty good. I'll take it. Like, hey, I'm not mad. I ate some cookies. I still look like that. Like, I'm down. <laughs> but my thing is, I would never want to give off the impression that that is the way to live. I don't. When I don't feel well, I'm not going to mentally feel feel well. So who gives a shit if I look good? Right. And that's where I think we forget too that even like IG and stuff is so fake. Like it's not real. And that's what 
forces me to want to share things because I, it like breaks my heart when people keep coming up to me like, oh my God, you look so good. You lost all this weight. I'm like, nobody should lose weight this fast. First off, right. that's not healthy. And what you're seeing on the outside is not always what's going on in the inside with somebody. And I feel like that's one of the hardest things I've had to accept is that people aren't going to see things. So how are you currently working through your own personal mental health and everything right now? What are you doing actively to try to feel better? Um, I mean, I feel like it's a constant daily job. A big thing for me lately has been who I surround myself with is a huge, huge thing. Um, I am very, a very sensitive person and people's like energy that I'm around really rubs off on me. And I've been very blessed lately to come across and become close to very great people that their energy matches mine. It's supportive. So I feel like number one, that's my biggest thing. Um, Cause honestly too, a big thing for mental health, I feel like it's a very lonely fight, not because nobody's going through it, but because it's in your head sure. and that, that feels very lonely. Um, so to have great energy around me different than I did before, I feel like that is a huge shift in my life and my confidence. And it brings back a light for you when you don't see one. Right. Cause I, wow. yeah, I feel like that's a big thing that happens. So I feel like a big thing for me actively is surrounding myself with good people. And honestly, for the first time, like really listening to my body and listening to myself and not trying to take health and fitness. So fucking like psycho, like I need to do that. Like if I don't feel good, don't work out. Yes. If something hurts, don't do it. Stretch, walk, find something that does. If you had, if you had a bad day with your food or your fitness, okay, life goes on, learn from it. Let's listen to our body. What did my body take from that? And honestly, recently, I'm going to be super open. I have been having what I believe is some blood sugar issues. So for the, with losing my appetite for the first time in my life, I'm like, oh, fuck, I can eat whatever I want. I'm losing weight because no matter what, I'm eating in a caloric deficit because I don't even think about eating. Right. So I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm going to eat that whole thing of cookies. <laughs> or I like literally will eat like, I'll eat like four fucking muffins and then like a whole pint of ice cream. Like, I'm not even kidding. This is what I tell clients. <laughs> don't ever think I'm going to judge your food choices because I have to right. cheat alone because it is impressive. So... <laughs> So I'm like, this is great. I'm like, whoa, I fucking ate all of that. Like ate like 10 cookies last night and I lost like two pounds. But all of a sudden I was teaching a class and I threw up. I had to like hide it too. I was teaching. uh, Yeah. And I'm like, this has never happened. I've been teaching for years and training for years. And then even just last week, I cut out sugar. So I was like, okay, so I've been eating way too much sugar. I'm like, I've been being an asshole. Let me like cut it out. So I went on the opposite end, did none at all. Almost passed out teaching and then threw up at the gym. It was just, so that's the hard part. Before, like, you look great. I'm like, can you not see that my face is washed out? I'm about to, like, barf my life up right now. You have a trash can. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, and we don't have any trash cans you can stick your head in at the gym. So I'm like, (laughs) I got to make it to the toilet. So a big thing for me was, like, it's a huge, it was a huge wake-up call of, like, I don't, I, I mean, one of, like, we always think the grass is greener on the other side. Like, if you would have asked me two years, if you would have told me two years ago, hey, in two years, like, you're going to have no appetite and you're going to lose weight no matter what. I'd be like, fuck yeah. Can we just skip to that? But now I'm like, fuck, I would almost have the, rather have the other way because you physically feel, feel like crap. Yes, exactly. And I think that's something that gets so lost is like listening to ourselves. Yes. Okay. I could eat cookies and get on the scale and be lighter, but like, 
can I work out the same? Do I feel good? How is it affecting me mentally? Where's my mental state? Where's my health in general? And so the past few weeks, like I've been nauseous almost every day and it's been a big wake up call that it's not about the fucking outside. Right. And it's not about like what you can get away with. Like, I feel like a lot of times like, oh, I'm going to train so I can eat this or do it's like, that shit's not about what you can get away with. If you want to fucking eat it, yes, eat it. But like, if you want something for your body, it should be the well-being of your body and your mind, not I want to look great. Because I bet you anything, if you treat your body well and you listen to it, give it what it needs, you're going to look how you want to look. Yes. So it was a big wake-up call. Like, listen to yourself. Like, fuck. Yes. Well, I just really love that. I love that you physically look great and you're getting compliments on it and to know and to hear it out loud that you're really struggling um, and that it's not necessarily a good thing is really good for our listeners to hear and um, to be aware of for themselves, for their friends, whatever. Um, I think like you said, I love that you said that it's such a lonely fight when you're dealing with things like that and to Mm -hmm. um, check in on your good friends you know you're yeah, people you think you're, are exactly. always doing good and keeping it together all the time and to yeah. honestly check in on some people because you have no idea what's really going on inside their heads and- exactly and then I think that's too why like I like I've, I am very quick to give people compliments especially if it's like I've seen like people that take my classes or girls that train with me in the gym you know if they I've seen them make progress I always want to compliment but my biggest thing is like how are you though How are you feeling? Like, I love that you look great, but like, is this good? Is this sustainable? Are we feeling good about it? Like, how are you feeling on a daily? Because I don't want to go around saying you look amazing and little do I know you're starving yourself every day and you're thinking that's what I need to keep up with. And that's what forces me to be so open. Like, yeah, of course, I'm going to take a few extra selfies if I'm like feeling like I'm looking a little extra tight. I'm like, it's the benefit (laughs) of it. But there's not one person that comes up to me that I'm not going to be open to them about how I actually feel. Because it's not worth it. Yes, that brings it full circle to where I started. Because yes, your Instagram feed is covered in beautiful photos of yourself. And at all stages of your fitness journey, all the time, Mm -hmm. you always share. Um, But then also, if you actually watch your stories, there's not a day that goes by that you're not honest about what's going on with you that day. And um, Mm -hmm. so I really respect that. And I think that's really awesome and super rare out there. So if you guys have Instagram, which I know you do, go <laughs> ahead and follow her. What is your Instagram handle? So Susie, S-U-Z-Y underscore cakes, C-A-K-E-S. And yes, yes that's cakes as I'm talking about my butt. <laughs> so follow her on Instagram. Um, and with that being said, when this when you listen to this podcast, she's going to have a special offer for listeners on her page um, and more details of that will be on her actual Instagram. So check that out after you finish this podcast. Um, okay, Susie. So anything else, any last words, wise words for what um, women out there that are just going through all of it, all of it, life, fitness, weight loss? I feel like a big thing for me, there's been so many things I've been reminding myself lately, and I love reminding others because, again, it's another chance to tell myself, is to take everything a one day at a time. And to anyone that is in a dark, dark place, like, I'm at the beginning of the year, I was in such a dark place when people told me, oh, you're, it's going to be, get better, it's going to get better. I was like, fuck you. Like, I don't want to hear that one more time. But I would say to grab onto the people or the things in the in life that do bring you light because it will I don't care how dark it is it will get better 
even if we don't believe it, there's the tiniest spot in us that knows it will. So we have to keep fighting and try to also take things into our own hands, make sure that we're fueling ourselves to be better and get better and to not be so hard on ourselves. There is no perfect. You're never going to find it. And if you're searching for it, you're going to be unhappy forever. So, and that is why I try to share my body and love my body at every stage. It was hard to do, but I'm like, someone's got to do it. I'm with me every single day. So I feel like it's really important to, to be open with ourselves first off. And yeah, I think just loving ourselves over everything and not taking things so harsh and seriously. Yes. Ah, I love it. I love it all. Um, yes. Well, thank you again so much for doing this podcast and for meeting with us and being yeah. open and honest. And, thank um, you for having me. I feel like I haven't talked on my social media in so long. Like I've been nervous to hold my phone up and talk. So it's nice that you're liter- like, literally, you're getting me out of my weird like, talking funk. Yeah. Like okay, I need well to be more social. Yeah. So everybody go follow her now because she's going to like share now it start all talking. now. <laughs> I'm going to come back with words. Okay, well, thanks so much, Susie. Thank you so much. And last, but certainly not least, I'd like to thank our sponsors at Anytime Fitness in High Ridge, Missouri, where they strive to make healthy happen together with helpful, friendly coaches, thousands of welcoming locations worldwide, and always 24-hour access. All right, guys please make sure to subscribe to Fit Girl Talk Radio and give us a review. I would greatly appreciate it. Have a great day. Have a great week. And as always, just do the best you can out there. And I promise we'll talk again soon.